Welcome to CareerPod, brought to you by Transition Solutions. Your host for today's episode is Jim Scott, a new member of the CareerPod team. He's talking with Carl Haviland, a computer science professional. So today we're meeting with Carl. Welcome to CareerPod, Carl. It's great to have you yeah, here with thank us Thank you today. for having me. You're welcome. Um, why don't you tell me a little bit about your background, You know, tell about your uh, early background and uh, how you got into this career that you're uh, engaged in? Yeah, I... I'm a computer science by trade, computer scientist by trade, and I've uh, been helping teams develop applications across a, a few different industries, like the Department of Defense, uh, insurance, and uh, energy in- uh, energy industry, and then in the future, the educational industry. It started when. I think my my interest in technology started with my my grandmother. She introduced me to to email. I, I remember being a, a young kid and just being fascinated that I could write her an email and send it to her instantly. She would get it, and uh, we were really close. Um, and since then, I you know I've always been kind of fascinated with technology. Ended up attending Lycoming College, where I, I completed my computer science degree. And since then, I've been finding my way through the world of software, uh, and I I eventually settled on the idea that I love teaching people how to code and created this organization called Coding Curriculum. It's kind of been the sum of of many parts of my career coming into one. At the end of my MBA, I started the organization, and the entire premise was to teach people how to code, that uh, it doesn't have to be this scary this scary thing, and um, and so that kind of uh, leads me to where I am today. Uh, I, you know, by day I, uh, I I run an applied technology division at a company down on Wall Street in Manhattan uh, called Bright Power, and um, yeah, by uh, on nights and weekends I, I spend my time teaching people out of code through my through my organization uh, and. Hopefully that as that continues to grow, that'll be that'll be a, a greater part of my of my time. So have you had some any mentors along the way, people that you've relied on to help you develop? Oh, yeah. Career? Oh, yeah. I, I, a few different a few different people. Um, some not not outside of technology, like my my piano instructor at, at Lycoming and my computer science instructor at Lycoming. They were both uh hugely beneficial to me as an individual, um, growing professionally, uh, but then also growing as an individual. Um, my, my parents, incredibly hard workers. And, uh, I mentioned my grandmother. Um, she kind of introduced me to the world of technology. There's been a couple of individuals who kind of foresee, uh, as technology changes, they, they've been able to help me, uh, make make changes within my career as technology changes uh, so that I can continue uh, ahead of the curve. And how adaptable would you say you've been along the way uh, to make these changes? Uh, beginning of my career, not quite as adaptable because I, you know, I didn't have quite as much experience. But once I, I, I took on teams within different organizations and uh, I was able to, I've been lucky enough to take on this, uh, this applied technology team. Uh, we've shifted to cloud technology and some other buzzwordy type, type of things. And it's, 
it's changed the entire way we think about software. And, and I think that I fall ahead of the curve at the moment um, where I'm evaluating emerging technologies and how it affects business. And I think that that's what's made me uh, successful in my position or be able to, to provide like good guidance, uh, sound strategic business decisions, and really add value to my team and, and my peers. What would you share with other people, uh, some of the thoughts on what's made you successful that you might advise other people? Number one is I, I redefined what I viewed as hard work. <laughs> so you're a young teenager, you're a young student, and you know you kind of have one view of what hard work means, and then you step into the world of being a professional. And, and, and in technology, it's, it's constantly changing. And so you really have to work hard. You know, you, you, you have to stay vigilant and you can't be complacent. Uh, and I think that that has been like the number one thing that has helped me. Uh, and then I would say the number two thing is reading. Uh, I, I, since I was a young student compared to where I am now in my career, uh, reading about what other people are doing, reading about new skill sets and, and uh, new ways of making my work more efficient, and just becoming a holistic professional and trying to view problems from many different perspectives, I think is what really starts to add exponential value. You know, when I, you have an individual in the workforce and they are trying to affect change into a company and they're trying to work their way up. Um, they, they should ask themselves a question. It's like, what, what, what added value am I bringing to the table? Uh, am I just doing more of the same set of tasks or am I rethinking the way that I, I currently do my job? And I think that reading and evaluating different trends and different perspectives is what, is what can help people do that. And do you see that as important for IT people alone or do you see that as important for other people as they develop their careers? You know, I, I think that it is across any, I, I, I would imagine that it would be across any particular industry. There's nothing special or unique about the technology world. In fact, something that I would add is software development when I first started my career 16 years ago, which in, in software terms is like a very, very long time. Uh, maybe not so in other you know, types of professions where that have existed for maybe hundreds of years or, you know, engineering principles and things like that, teaching. Um, there are, uh, it, 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 it's gradually expanding and adapting. It had, the, the field of technology hasn't matured. Uh, it, it, it's constantly redefining itself into other areas of business to the point where computer science education is describing or prescribing that uh, universities adopt uh, additional, additional, uh, I would say, industry information uh, or a, you know different different subject areas inside of the actual computer science uh, education itself. That it's a complementary thing, and so that's that's been a big change for me professionally is shifting from. I'm a computer scientist to I am a, an individual that that is helping deliver a business ser a service and I happen to leverage technology to do that job. Tell me about some things along the way that you may not have enjoyed as much as others. Yeah, that's a that's a great question. The things that I, I hadn't necessarily enjoyed 
are how to how to how to navigate sometimes like there's company politics and and things like that 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 really affect people's career and business decisions uh, that can affect strategic decisions. Uh, there was there was like a little bit of a learning curve as like a young computer science student uh, maturing into an individual who is trying to affect change through leadership, and uh, that you know that that was a tough transition. There's not a whole lot to prepare you for that. Uh, other than, you know, there's a lot of reading and and whatnot to do, but then also like going through the motions and, and actually uh, trying to make that happen. Uh, that that to me was 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 a big change. Uh, being an effective communicator for a person who is very technically minded it, it is notoriously not a, a great combination. You know, it's uh, it's it's difficult. It's difficult to do to pull yourself out of those technical weeds into a role where now you have to think a little bit broader and uh, make your points a little clearer. So you talked a little, you mentioned politics. Um, did you have to give away some of your idealism when you started to get exposed to corporate politics? Oh yeah. And, and you know what, for the better, actually, there's one leap that I made. Uh, there's one leap that I made that I feel was really important for my career. Uh, one that was, uh, going from this idea that I want to build like the greatest, uh, world renowned software, um, to, maybe like a, a, a more pragmatic view uh, t t technology and software delivery ha in my in my industry has a has a tendency to uh, take a really long time for especially for organizations that are kind of like their mentality is still 15 years or 20 years behind they have this like really heavyweight delivery time for software and right now the the way the world works, you, you can't you can't operate that way. You have to be somewhat pragmatic. Uh, it has to. There's a human element of technology uh, that that needs to be added into the equation, where it's like a feedback loop. You you build a little bit and uh, have a conversation. People are people are at the moment they're they're used to getting differentiated products and they're used to. Uh, things happening at their fingertips, and so if you, as a business, if you want to be successful, you have to take that that approach to software development and and technology integration. Um, there has to be a little bit of handholding. Not everybody is, uh, you know, they're they're not hardwired to adapt to new technology constantly, and it, and it's only getting worse, right? Like things in the world of technology are shifting so quickly. That for a person who is focused on maybe like their industry, uh, I, I like to use teaching as, as a great example. The world of education it has it, it's notoriously a little farther behind, uh, a lot farther behind uh, when it comes to adopting and utilizing technology to deliver uh, to to deliver content. And so, uh, I think the biggest step there is uh, making it making it approachable. That's really where I've tried to go with coding curriculum. My organization uh, it, is to, to make the content uh, approachable to people and adding that, that human element. I believe you were an athlete yeah. in team sports. Tell me a little bit about the experiences that you had, the things that you learned as an athlete and a team that you've been able to apply to your career and your, and your specific jobs uh -huh. along the way. 
the two things that come to mind are one is the give and take, the give and take aspect where uh, you have two people inside of the same equation that need to be thinking in real time and doing certain things at the same at at same moment um, and that the things that you're doing have to be balanced they have to be complementary um, because as soon as you start working against each other you know if you're on a soccer pitch and and you have one person that's completely out of position um, it can it can mean losing the game um, so it has to be a give and take. And uh, the second thing is, is communication. That's really been a, a big developmental point for me in my career. Uh, coming from a technology background, um, when you're on the soccer field, you have to communicate. You know, there's, there, there's 11 people on your side trying to make something happen, uh, trying to score a goal, and there's a lot of moving parts. So... Being able to uh, to communicate efficiently um, and, and to even take that point another uh, another step forward um, when you're communicating to your teammates on the soccer field, it's a lot like an organization where you have you, you know you're you're not scream maybe sometimes you're you're trying to scream across you're trying to talk to somebody across the other uh, across the field, but you have to talk through other people in order to pass that information. Uh, and and you know that's that's really that's a really good analogy I think for um, how communication happens within an organization that I've I've begun to learn is how do you affect change by passing information through other divisions. Do you have any regrets about your career no, so far? No, not at all. Because I love what I do, and you know it, the I I started the organization that I did. Um, because and it's nice I've landed there because you know it's the type of thing where I wake up in the morning and you know you ask yourself like what would you like to be doing all day and I love talking to people and I love um I love coding I love technology uh and I like I like helping other people uh see the light and and really direct that you know really affect their careers because it, it can truly change the content that I'm bringing to the table can really change uh, their career path. So what advice would you have for people interested in getting into your career? Someone who's, uh, say, a high school student looking for a college major or a college student who's looking to go into a career mm-hmm. like yours. Um, what advice would you give them? I the, the advice that I would give them is to jump online, uh, go to YouTube, and just try your hand at writing a little program, you know, you ask yourself, the question is just like, "Eh, I don't know if programming is for me. Give it a try. Just do it. There there is nothing, the way the world is compared to when I was in uh, a computer, a young computer scientist, there was no Google at the time. There was no YouTube. Uh, When I, when I learned computer science, it was through like these 800 page books. And, uh, you know, that would have to get updated every couple years in order to, to further your development. So I suggest people to go online, spend 15 minutes on a Saturday, and just give it a try. You might like it. And even if you don't, it's a skill that you can carry with you to any profession. When you look back at the end of a week, at the end of a month, 
at the end of a project, what is it that gives you the most satisfaction from your work? Um, I, I really like progress. I, you know, I'm a list type of person. I, I, like, I like formulating objectives and, and trying to hit milestones. It's just the way that I run my day and my week. Um, I see success as um, how many people did I help out? Like I, I, I really have aligned, I've been lucky enough to align the work that I'm doing with um, the change that I'm bringing about in people. And, 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 uh, and I can measure that. You know, if somebody has a, a business process at, Currently, I work at, at Bright Power and, you know, the applied technology division. Our goal is to is to transform the way that people work uh, across the division or across the company. And I can measure that. You know, I can say that I had there are specific people I can look in their eye and, and say or, and ask the question, like, uh, was the work that you did last week? How, how do you compare the work that you did last week with the work that you're now doing this week? Having met with our team, how do we transform the way that you work? And and a lot of people have uh, have really uh, taken hold of that of that. It's very powerful because you can see the growth. And I uh, that's how I define success. So as we wrap up our conversation today, Carl, um, any closing comments that you would like to make? Uh, things that you may have thought of that you you wanted to share that I haven't asked you about yeah. at this point. The, the one thing that I would tell people is to not be so busy. You know, it, it's easy to say, oh, I can't do that. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm too busy. Um, and I've really kind of made that my mantra is just like make time. Uh, it, when I believe in that giving mentality that if you give, give out, you're going to receive far more. And uh, sometimes giving can be your time. It can be even just your attitude. You know, you, you don't need a whole lot of money to be a, a giver. You can you can be a giver uh, through just being positive and saying yes. And when somebody has an idea, really hearing them out, even if it if it challenges your belief, because that's going to help you grow. So that is like, I would say that is kind of like the words that I live by, and and I love passing that along because I you know over time those things can build up and they can really you never know when it when, when those relationships can come back and, and really help you along when you need it the most well carl thank you very much for joining us on career prod today it's been a pleasure speaking with you and uh, hope to continue to have conversations That's with you a, thank in the you so much jim uh thank you all bye-bye